Douglas into Old Trafford. Honestly, I couldn't see that coming after City went ahead through Jack Grealish. But not long after United fans were singing You Fat Bastard to Jack Grealish as he warmed up. I just felt City's goal was coming and City got a brilliant defence and I just thought we were looking at another defeat here. So it's to United's credit that they've scored. I wasn't even convinced that the United's goal would be given, but it was. Well, City are attacking now. There is, of course, still about 15 minutes left to play. How long? Yeah. Well, there's, there's nine plus whatever's added on. So, as I've said right throughout this podcast, it's set up for a draw. It's spread on the ball, full of combat. United's final ball has got to be better. There's one through to Garnacho. Listen to the roar of Old Trafford. What a noise that is. Poor ball from Garnacho. Oh my God. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. Oh, life is wonderful. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Fucking get in. Joseph Guardiola in front of me, rubbing his head. This the roof is going to lift off this place. <laughs> no way no way the City fans are just uh, Rashford signalling for the United fans to what a turn round who's this ball to Garnacho Garnacho tries one to put one ball in doesn't come off puts a low ball Marcus Rashford Garnacho, brilliant, brilliant ball brilliant ball and Rashford just gets his foot to slide it past Edison finally Might as well just keep this playing.
stop recording here because it's just background noise, but maybe I just need to start recording again. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Would I still, 84 minutes gone, take a draw? Ooh, that, obviously no, but that is an hard question. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten. This podcast is brought to you in association with Betfred. Fred Doan opened his first shop in Salford in 1967. If I sound a bit glum, it's because it's raining all the time. And, well, you might have seen the pictures of one of our sellers, Doveman, getting absolutely drenched the other night before the Charlton game. Well, if you didn't, somebody did. And I'm stood now in a factory by the banks of the River Irwell. The Irwell's pretty high. Uh, Private White, they make clothes in Manchester, make beautiful clothes in Manchester, it's luxury clothing. And I'm with the main man here, Mike Stoll. So go on, I'm all right. So you saw that video the other night? Saw the video the other night. I thought, what are those people wearing that Chinese stuff for and getting soaked to the skin when we've got the real deal? Just literally two miles from Old Trafford. So I've called them in, we've got them dressed up for the the derby on uh, Saturday. And please God, it rains like mad and they're all dead pleased with me by Monday. So you're saying that a lot of the clothes worn in this country are made in in China, made in Bangladesh, made in countries where the standards are not as high as they are here. To be a manufacturer in England and survive the last 30 years of importing, you've had to go to the very top of the tree. You have to be the best to survive or you have to be, unfortunately, paying people off the books in uh, in dungeons in uh, in Leicester. So we're of the first category. We're properly organised, well well paid, good staff, very skilled in Manchester and we believe we make the best coat in the world here. And this isn't going to be a podcast about, about clothes by any stretch because we've got the small matter of the Manchester derby but you've got like seamstresses in this factory yeah. from all around the world. We've got 26 nationalities here but we've educated them that 95% of them are United fans right. because we've told them, we've explained to them they work here, it's close to Old Trafford, that's what we support. But we're not anti-City particularly. We think this current City team are, a, you know, a fair, fair, fairly good bunch. What we think, what, you're speaking for your whole workforce here. Who do you support? I support United. Have done season ticket holder since I was 12, which is about 53 years ago. Same seats, not the stand down exactly where I was before. But when I speak, I speak for the company because they follow what I'm doing. So you're the boss. All right. <laughs> You've always been very conciliatory, uh, about Manchester City, I think you've even gone to a lot of City games. Are you a purple? No, not at all. I didn't like the City team, and I'll never forgive the uh, the City team of the seventies with Joe Mercer and Alisson. I thought they were gobby, horrible. Mike Doyle, ugh, you know, just not for me at all. Didn't like the Watson next in the seventies when we were having a bad time. They were doing well. I thought they were far too aggressive. But the last ten or twelve years, I think they've, apart from the fact that it's. Uh, it's Middle Eastern money and it's a different setup, but we can all say that. But the fact is that the team at the moment, they're fairly clean cut, they get on with it, they play good football and they've got a good manager, which I wish we'd had. So, Do you ever watch City? Yeah. Do you go to the game? I've been to a few games. I'm friendly with the ex-financial controller of City. So. And, but you want United to win the derby match? Oh, 4-0. What are you making of um, Eric Tenard? I think he's a great manager. I think he's got the discipline. I don't think it matters if you understand the footballers, but what you've got to have is a respect. And I think once you've got people played, 11 people that are trying, are worth 11 superstars uh, not trying, and I think that's what he's aiming at. Particularly if you get the superstars working like they weren't superstars, he'll be fine. All the talent's there. And yet, finally, you also made the United We Stand t-shirts, and the day went really well. Yeah, no, made it. 
I'm very, Stitch Day. I'm absolutely day. amazed that uh, the people recognise the quality. We got 30 fabulous reviews on our Yacht thing, which you can look at on the website. And uh, I think the people took them very well. Thanks for sorting the sellers out with the coach. Seriously, yeah. it's been a really rough month with the, with the weather. It's, it's not been a rough season, but we had the World Cup where we couldn't sell at matches because we're no matches, and then we just came into this like prolonged monsoon. So, cheers for that, and, and good luck with Private White. Thank you. So I'm outside Old Trafford now. It's, it's Derby Day. It's, it's actually stopped raining um, for the first time in six years. I'm with Barney. Chilton, Barney's the editor of Red News. He's selling the, the new Red News here. Is it a good mag, Barney? It's always a good mag. Of course. I buy both. Please buy. Support the fanzines. I know it's a mantra that is tried and tested, but it's worth it. I'm just... Uh, I'm, my coat, don't get too close. It's, it's that aroma of wet from Tuesday that I smelled on Wednesday and thought, you know when wet just dries out? Old cardboard, stinking of all sorts and I was like oh my god and then it got here this morning and it started heavy rain but no. but but it's, not, it's sun, eased a bit please, hasn't it please let us see a rainbow the United fortunes are turning how are you feeling about today uh, not as confident as everyone but it's interesting let's see it's interesting we're in the cliche we're in a process so to be fair I, I think they're gettable they're not as good as they were we're better than we were so right bring it on and it's uh, just the main thing as I said is that there's people there's a buzz about yeah. and we've missed that for a substantial period of time here. so when there's a buzz about I love that we're united shouldn't be afraid of anyone and for a long period of time sadly we had our heads down going oh how many will they score and I want rid of that whole era so we'll see right gonna we've get got in. the right man yeah he's sound in it thanks Barney podcast what's your name how old are you Edward's 12 how are you feeling about today I feel like we're going to win. Yeah? Why yeah. do you think that? It's just that feeling. We've got good new signings and I think we're just going to do good. Who's playing well for you? Marcus Rashford, it has to be. Who can have a score prediction? 3-2 United. And what about City? Where do you go to school? North Chad. And so that's North Manchester, near, near Oldham to Manchester Oldham. Yeah. Who supports you in your class? I mean, there's a lot of girls, but most of it's United. More United than City? Yeah. And Oldham? Couple? Like two-ish. Right, so more United than City? Yeah. All right, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Starting raining again. I'm walking past, I bumped into Binzi. Yeah, we know you all love him. We got all your messages the other day about how Binzi should be a Hollywood superstar and all that. Binzi, it's Derby Day. How do you feel? Eh, quietly confident. Quietly confident. Have you seen any City fans today, Binzi? You don't see them. What time's the kick-off? <laughs> Half twelve. About about fucking one o'clock, they'll sneak in. What about your mates in Hardwick? No blues. Andy, stop it now. <laughs> you know there's no fucking bitters loop there. How did you feel when you woke up this morning? Just say... Uh, Regular day, really. I don't look at this as a big game to me. The big ones, you know, is Liverpool. Why do you not look at it as a big one? Well, these are the yo-yo club, aren't they? Up and down, up and down. And then they got the petrol dollars. <laughs> I'd like to have a word with Pep, see if he could manage a team without petrol dollars. Or, you know what I mean? A team what's a challenge, not buying Munich. My fucking granny couldn't manage them. Barcelona? Did you see the team they had? Come on. Oh, aye, aye. 
Okay. All right, Andy. <laughs> oh, where are you from? Fucking Stockport. So, are you feeling confident? Yeah, for the first time in a long time. What about you? I'll take a draw. I would take that, and I'm gutted that they fucking got beat at Southampton because they're like a wounded animal now, aren't they? Gojo prediction? I'd be happy with a draw. Um, like Binzi said, they're, they're a wounded animal. And uh, I don't want to see what they come out with today. They're, they're going to be dangerous today. But I'm quietly confident. But if we get a draw, I'll be delighted. If we got a victory, it'd be a, mi- a miracle. You're a midfielder. So what do you think of United's midfielders? I think Casemiro's made a great difference. And I really was wondering why they're buying this guy. He's over the hill. But he's made such a difference to, that, to the team. I think he's got, he's got a, win- a winning mentality. And it's just... It's sort of infecting all the other players and they're also beginning to believe that, you know, we are a good team and we're good players. You don't play for United if you're not a good player. Um, confidence has got a lot to do with it, but Casemiro's made a great difference. Varane, the spine's getting stronger. I think we need an out and out striker. They've got to break the bank to get Harry Kane. Could you imagine that spine? We'd be a threat then. We would, we'd be a sort of a title-challenging team then. You get a, a good striker. Vinzy, tell us some Derby memories. Oh. Which yeah, one? Have, have, have you ever been scared at a derby, Binsey? Never. <laughs> look never. At, look never. at the venom that you reply. Never. Never, never. Have you ever never. been chased by City? No, Nolan Liam chased me, no, aren't I? Ah, kid. Where was that? Where? <laughs> Brown Burnage. Brown you know what I mean, ah, kid? But we're Manx, we, live, we moved to London now. Um, what was your best derby memory? You won't like this when we got relegated and Dennis Law back healed it. Why? We were down anyway. Why? You weren't outside after the game, Andy. So, so we went off, did it? It was a demolition derby. So you're you're picking out your favourite ever Manchester derby as the one preceding Manchester United relegation because it went off outside. (laughs) Yeah. Badly. (laughs) Where? Not everywhere. Yeah. They exited the stadium the minute Dennis healed it in and we... And he, we what did you it. do? It was all outside, weren't we? Showing you... them how to get back to fucking Stockport. I've seen <laughs> grainy CCT footage of you running away that day. Is that true? <laughs> no, I thought you were going to save my brother getting on the pitch behind the goal. He was did one he? Of, yeah, he was one of the first ones on the pitch. Behind the scoreboard and we're all on the pitch. Yeah. But um, they're dark days, them, Andy. Yeah, I know, I know. I know you, you look back and football's a much safer environment now. Yeah. You know, they've got a nice little tasty firm city. You know what I mean? Back <laughs> in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. And did you have any blue mates? I've got blue mates. No, they're not blue mates. They're bitters. That's what I call them, the bitters. Do you have any bitter mates? Yeah, I've got quite a few. <laughs> They're all good lads, but they're fucking, they're bitter as fuck, you know what I mean? Even though they're winning things, they're still fucking bitter now. They want to talk about us more than their own teams, the same as Scousers, they want to talk about us. I'm getting nervous now, Bente, seriously. I know, they're a wounded animal, but it is what it is. They've had a few fucking 6-2s and fucking 5-1s and all that, we can take it on the chin, Andy, you know what I mean? Get up the next day, let's go again. Fuck them if we get beat. Thank you. So there's 40 minutes to kick off and I'm walking down and there's a big protest on some at Busby Way. Um, 
protest against the Glazer family. There are red, white and black tricolours. There are flags saying Glazers out. There are green and red um, flares being set off. There's quite a febrile atmosphere here. Uh, there's a lot of people in it walking down towards the ground now. So the, the, the protests are, have not stopped and you can hear how loud it is behind me. I'm going to go and meet a Manchester City fan now. So let's see how this goes. Old Trapper there. Right, I'm gonna meet my mate here. Right, take care. I'm gonna meet the city fan. Can you rescue about you know we stand? Of course you can, of course you can. See you later, good to see you. So I'm outside the, the city end now. So people are singing songs against Manchester City. And I'm with a Manchester City fan. Uh, Dante's a long-time Blues, followed his team home and away for years. He did, he did a fanzine and yeah, he's a well-respected Blue and he's coming on this podcast. Nice to uh, have you to join us, Dante. How are you feeling at the moment? Thanks for the invite, Andy. Yeah. Oh, not very nice. We come down to your ground and all sing these horrible songs about our club. That's not very nice, is it? Do, do you feel <laughs> threatened by this or not really? No, no, no not at all. So we're outside the away end now. I would imagine most of the Blues have, have gone inside. There's, there's quite an atmosphere at the moment. There's a lot of police around, but it doesn't feel like it's going to kick off, does it? Not it's really. nothing like it used to be, is it? I mean, you want a bit of an edge. You don't want it, you don't, you don't want it fucking silly days, but I mean... Actually, uh, at half 12 kick-off, I thought the atmosphere might be really, really flat. and uh, It's not. It's not flat, which is great. Yeah. How are you feeling about the game? So, I'm not watching Manchester City all the time. Results seem, you seem to be getting tripped up a little bit. Haaland scoring loads of goals. I hear it. He might have offset the balance a little bit. Um, but you're still very, very strong. We're not in great form. Okay. You think back to when United had their title-winning seasons and stuff. There were, there, were seasons, there were times where you ground out results, didn't play well, and then you just end up there and thereabouts at Easter, and then you bomb on, don't you? And I suppose can't be too upset. I do think Arsenal might win it this year, though. I do think a priority for the Pep is the Champions League. Uh, having said that, he don't mind if you kind of play well and get beat, you know, with some worldies. We've had some bad results, Everton, Brentford, Southampton in the Cup, where we've just not played well, Villa away, uh, and that's an attitude thing. Um, so, you know, I expect them to turn up, and I expect them to turn up today and expect a reaction today. How has your fan base changed over the years um, with, with the success? Has it changed? Yeah, it's bigger. So, this is why I don't this this fucking empty seats bollocks there was 47,000 going when we were 35 years without a trophy yeah. what's happened is the club don't want to prioritise the Manchester fan base because we don't spend any money in the fucking shop they want a worldwide brand so they would rather have manufactured fans in you know fucking China and all this, than look after the fans here so every year there's one or two that can't keep going now 
more more corporates go in the in the away tickets and the atmosphere is not as good so we have the same problems that you've had basically which is we're just a commodity and if someone else comes along who can afford your ticket they will get replaced so it's is that a price to pay for success because i can remember in the 90s city fans would mock united fans there was a it was a flag you're the pride of singapore taking the piss and you're caught in the same fan base now we're not we're us as fans the fans are yeah. no so because the united fans who are from manchester who kind of like well we've got fans all over the world and you would go like well i don't give a fuck about that yeah it's what we we as local fans that it's just about us now and if someone something in America wants to support City or United they can do what they fucking want I have less in common with them uh, unless they are a match going fan if they come over four or five times a season or something fair enough but if they're some guy who watches it on TV you know they've got nothing in common with me really are the owners an issue is sports washing talked about or are City fans defensive and think it's a, a legitimate way to, to run a club and talk up the, the good stuff that the owners have done in, in East no, Manchester. We're, we're the most kind of looked at club in the whole world. And if you could... Sheikh Mansour, right, OK, there's people he linked with him who, who uh, invest in the club. Not directly. The, the accusation is it's the state-owned club. They're not officially state-owned. If you're fucking Dave Whelan... You know, you, you, you don't get shit for like putting. I'm going to say what's the comparison, but like when we're in Division Two, Fulham, West Wigan, they were the rich guys. We were the poor guys. We had no money. They could put as much money in they want. Financial fair play was like David Gill's little trick to try and stop City progressing. So more pro, more problematic is clubs that pile debt onto the club, like you guys. Um, that should be penalised. That should be that should be stopped. Not someone who wants to actually you know get money and invest in the club and we, we do brilliant in the transfer market we sell lots of players at the right time we get loads of money from TV we get loads of money from um, success from winning winning trophies Champions League that's where the fucking money is you'll play Barcelona in next week it'll be a great spectacle uh, what do you call it a big worldwide audience but the amount of money that you'll get from the TV money will, will, won't be the same as what we get from playing Leipzig. What do you think of United at the moment as a, as a team? Uh, I think they're on the way back. I think what I'm pissed off about is when in 1989 we played United and we were 5-1 up after an hour and we should have won 8-1 and we took our foot off the pedal and Ferguson stayed and he had a great era. And he wouldn't have had that era if he'd been there. <laughs> right? So you, listen, you reckon if you would have won 8-1, Fergie would have gone? He would have gone. <laughs> and we were 6-1 we were up against United after 20 minutes to go and we took four players our four best players and it ended up 6-3 and this has now been able to restructure everything and if you're the manager of Manchester City you've got to be ruthless and actually make sure that you are you know on the back foot and I think the United will come back because uh, he's got a bit more structure about him and stuff and I think you know if they get in the top four I think you know they will attract players again regardless of who the chairman is I've got no recollection of that game on the 23rd of September 1989 um, you go on about it more than any blue in the fucking world Andy you know for about four years after that match mates of mine would still be singing one two one two three yeah. one two three four five was, one what, what point is it's like you know you don't take the foot off the pedal because you don't want United to come back when United was three 0 up against United City they made it five nil you know they, they went they knew that they had to overturn the five one so you've got to be ruthless you've got to be like kick people when you're down and, are there any United players you'd like to see at City do you think any will get into the, the current City I'd probably Luke Shaw at centre half would probably play instead of uh, one of our lot today yeah uh, I don't know I don't know you know uh, who have been your best players this year 
I, I, I like Rodri. I think he, he's he's uh, eight out of ten, nine out of ten every week. Uh, Harland will be lethal in the big games, and Bernard. Uh, to be uh, to be fair, Aki's been a very consistent player as well for us. The police have been pushed over to an area just by the. The start of the Munich Tunnel. I think there's also an entrance for the away fans who yeah. sit in A stand there. That's what Steve's 600, got to say. Six hundred uh, away fans. Steve, you're, you're mates with Dante, and you're and yeah. you're a red. How do, how do you manage that? Well, What's he like? Does he wind you up? Because I see him oh. like a couple of times a year, and you know, yeah, that's it's usually enough, yeah. on Derby Day. Dante's the classic. If you if you need to know anything about United, ask a City <laughs> fan. <laughs> ask a City fan. They know more about us than most United fans do. Yeah, he's, he's got all the history rhymed off. He knows it all. Yeah, he knows it absolutely all. Yeah. No, How are you feeling about the derby? I'm just. It's it's nice to be competitive, isn't it? I think we're coming into it thinking, you know, we've got a chance today. Now, and obviously it's before the game, and people listen to it after. But I think we've got a chance. We can pay. It's a good test, and obviously this year so far, we're we're looking we're looking a better. What, what, what would you take today? What do you think is going to happen? What would you What would you accept? What do I think is going to happen? I think it'll be a tight game. Uh, and even if we lost 2-1 with a late winner, I think, of course, you're going to be disappointed. No, I'm but not. But you're in it. it. You're in it. You're in it. Dante, yeah. I'd take a draw, I'll tell you now. Blue. Yeah, what, what about I mean. you? Right, OK. I would take a draw, but... All right, I, 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 I do finish you. No, <laughs> but, 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 you know, but, you know, uh, you'd, expect to, you'd, you'd expect the play... If our players play at their full potential if 9 out of the 11 players turn up we win the game but I, I, I don't want to lose because we've still got Arsenal twice and I think we've still got enough games to actually pull it back Hello mate you've been watching us what's your name? Paul from Dublin okay. I, I follow you on the Top podcast man. how are you feeling about the game? Yeah uh, like my brew friend I would take a draw yeah but uh, we have to score first to have any hope of winning are Manchester City well supported in Dublin because I know United are I know they are in the plough in North Dublin the plough that's the same I know the plough in Heaton Moor I'm going there this evening okay. are, you start, <laughs> are you starting to see more, more City shirts because if I am travelling in yeah in mad places I'm starting to see more City shirts yeah I didn't see it at Forest Green <laughs> yeah. um, South America you're starting to see you'll see some, you'll see some kids it's funny kids yeah but the school my primary school, there was lads a couple of years behind me, all City fans, you know? And so that was from when you had a, when you, when when, City when, had a good team in the 70s? When wow. Liverpool were, you know, and just coincidence that they're City guys, you know? Good mates, we don't argue about football, every, other, everything else. We, we all hate Liverpool, so that's the enemy. Can I say something else about Liverpool now? <laughs> I actually, I actually, I utterly, utterly despise Liverpool, and uh, the thing is, Northern United. At the minute, because yeah, oh, no, I, I, no, yeah, at the minute, I don't, I don't like the Liverpool fan base. Um, if you came back, I'd probably hate you again more. But I, I, I share this. I don't go to work with Liverpool fans. It's not in the same city. It's a different fucking breed. There's some that are kind of all right, but even the all right ones were at Isle, and even the all right ones. Did the fake tickets at Stamford Bridge and, and CS gas the fucking United coach though. There's no, I don't think there's any kind of all right Liverpool fans. Right. I, I've let you say loads here now, right? Yeah, and after that one Tell me, no, it'll all go in. <laughs> what were you wearing when I first met you? <laughs> be truthful, well, be truthful. The only thing I didn't have was a blow up banana. Right. Were you wearing kicker boots? I was. Were you wearing a Ben Sherman shirt? I was. You told me yesterday 
that you thought I'd made that song up. Oh, you or Boyle, one of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd be lying if I took credit for it, because I didn't. Yeah. But I love the fact that you probably thought about that for years. <laughs> you have. You fucking know. Because you don't believe you. Mate, it's I all right. It. I think it's gone. Well, fucking, how did you not notice that I was wearing it? You fucking hell. That was next girlfriend who lived on Claremont Road who fucking said, oh, I've brought some clothes for you. And she put me in these kicker fucking shoes. A fleece and a it Kangol. Was, it was, uh, no, it wasn't a Kangol. That was a... It was kicker, it was, it was kicker shoes. No, I had a goatee. I had to have a goatee. Mustaches have come back in, though, haven't they, yeah. about three times since yeah. that song started? Yeah. All right, well... It's nice to talk to you. I'm not going to say enjoy the game because that will mean I, I don't enjoy the game. But I do appreciate you coming and um, and speaking to us. Well, I would say I think United have got better songs than City. I know you alluded to it one time and stuff. You know, it's very much like the modern era is just like you know, fucking everything is sleep, John B, and turn it into a fucking song. You know, it's United fucking, have got good songs. Yeah, United have got good songs. A, yeah, I think that's. Um, I think that is a. Uh, Got to have something, haven't you? Got to run. Right, now some of the partnership bit. Well, we've sold out of United We Stand for this issue, which is a bit of a miracle, actually, considering how bad the weather's been. Uh, you can still get a copy in the, the shops, and if you want to download the mag, loads of you have done that as well, just go to uwsonline.com. really like the last issue, so see what you think about it, because it'll be a good few weeks before we get the next one out. Anyway... If you're a small business owner or you're, you're a hiring manager, you'll know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, the values and the experiences to help you achieve your goal. We know that some people have listened to this podcast and got in touch used the LinkedIn Jobs uh, links and it's worked for them. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Ideally, the most qualified candidates are on LinkedIn Jobs and you can identify them and you can connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications, and it's all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires against the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com forward slash united. That's linkedin.com forward slash United to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And if you're Manchester City and you might be looking for a new manager in a year or so, then you can use LinkedIn jo- Jobs. Oh, we stand Just walked into the Stratford end after the game. Where are you from? The Isle of Man. What would you make of that? Wasn't, mate. I thought, 1-0 down, I thought we were in trouble. I thought, Southampton didn't let them play the other night. And we didn't really do that, to be honest. Okay. Uh, and we, yeah, we didn't really do that, but I thought... You're very measured given everyone's going absolutely mental mate, around yeah, you. Yeah, we've, hey, we've been on the ale since six. <laughs> we've been on the ale yeah. since six this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get a pint at six in the morning? Alaman Airport, mate, no right. bother. Um, no, uh, I thought I thought we were a bit slow coming out. First off, we should have been one up, really. Yeah. We, How many pints have you had? A few, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. 
Um, but yeah, no buzzing. Second half, reaction showed. Martial wasn't really doing it. We all said yeah. get him off at half-time. And he come on. I don't really like Rashi through the middle. I also don't feel like he was fully fit. You might be able to tell me different. I thought he was going to go off. I thought he was going to go off. Yeah, uh, but no. Andy, absolutely buzzing. Yeah. Uh, great result. Uh, yeah, we deserved it, to Wouldn't be honest. Wouldn't have that two years ago. No, yeah, no, not taking the draw. Right, let's carry on. This isn't planned right, but we keep getting Brazilians on this podcast. I swear it is not planned, but we've got Natalie on again and she keeps bringing us good luck. And the first thing is, in the last time we spoke, I think it was after the Forest game, you used the word knackered and several people got in touch and said, at what point does a Brazilian learn the word knackered? Is that when you get in England or is that in language school? No, it's definitely in England, yes. I just pay attention to what you guys talk, the way you guys talk, and I try to, to copy a little, yeah. So Manchester United have just beaten Manchester City to 2-1. Could, could yeah. you speak to the Brazilian government, because I know there's nothing else going on there at the moment, and possibly request that Christ the Redeemer is, is changed to Casimiro above uh, the city of Rio. Okay, so can I just say, you, you said that I bring good luck. I you do? I, I, I don't. Uh, it, it's not me. I don't want... I would love to take responsibility for that, but I think, I think... Casemiro is ahead of me, <laughs> and and Fred in this in this case as well because brilliant, super today. Yes, he was brilliant. Things worked really well. They, they yeah. managed to block everything on yeah. the first half. I was I was in awe, honestly. Yeah, they were they were absolutely fantastic. You've been on this podcast uh, four times this season, four four victories. If United do advance to any sort of cup finals, we have to strike <laughs> a deal whereby. You know, <laughs> we'll start paying you or something. <laughs> we can strike something down. I so, am in, I'm so, in. so you mentioned Fred there. Uh -huh. um, he had a man-marking job today. Yeah. He did incredibly well um, f right throughout the game. He's done it before against Manchester City, to be fair to him. But there was a little bit of surprise when he was in the starting um, eleven. Yeah, I was he more surprised. than justified it. No, no, yeah, I was surprised as well. But I think when Fred, um, he does the man-marking really well. Especially brilliant uh, during the first half, uh, man marking. So, and of course, him and Casemiro, they have been playing together in the national team for a while. So, I think that really has an effect when they are together on the pitch and the way they are always communicating, not only Casemiro and Fred, but Ericsson as well. Uh, I spoke to Casemiro on, on Thursday actually, and I was talking to him about this balance that they found with Ericsson, that is supposed to be a more offensive player than Casemiro, but they, they managed to get it right, you know, when, when Casemiro. Is, is more it's closer to the to the to, to the attacking uh, players and then Ericsson but now uh, against City Casemiro and Fred they just found a, a really good balance and the the, the solidity on on midfield it, it was remarkable. Uh, who's just walked past us? Who? That gentleman walked down out of there. Oh, oh really? you didn't see him? No, it was, I didn't. It was Pep Guardiola. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just walked past and uh, he's just done his, his press conference. Yeah. There. He so, wasn't. He wasn't really happy. No, no. I could. I could understand with that goal. I think that's going to be mm -hmm. controversial. That's yes. going to be the headlines, and I can understand the reasons for that. Am I really bothered? Having seen City win so many games here, not not especially. But I. Uh, <laughs> I do. Imagine. I do. Thank you for your time. And thank um, you. any other Brazilians who, sh who we should be watching out for to sign for next season well, any, uh, yeah there, there are always good names but you know just keep an eye I'll, I'll let you know Wendy I'll thank let you, you know. yes alright walk away from Old Trafford now uh, an hour or so after the 
final whistle that was brilliant United beat City 2-1 so many good performances from United players I've just spoke to Rafael Varane he's buzzing absolutely buzzing and sat in Eric Ten Hag's post-match press conference he's delighted looks like a man in complete control and talked about enjoying the moment he worked so hard to create momentum like this and it's a winning momentum among Manchester United that players now the team are winning Marcus Rashford scoring in every single game and it just feels great because we've had some pretty challenging times in recent years in very recent years there's been times where it's not been anywhere near good enough but that was a really really notable win I'm surprised I didn't expect United to win uh, that one so many players played well and they deserve a lot of credit people like Terrell Malathasia Luke Shaw central defence Varane who I've mentioned uh, all the defence did really really well today Bruno Fernandes uh, was the manager's man of the match and look at the league table now is there a title race going on really hard question I I just nearly tripped up in the car park but there you go I don't even want to vex my brain thinking too much about whether we're in a title race or not but the league table shows that Manchester United are I don't expect United to win the league but that word momentum that is with United and not every, every player is even playing well we'll have to start to play well but Ten Hag is the man who comes out of it the atmosphere comes out of it so well the atmosphere today really really good as you expect look at the teams who've lost at Old Trafford this season it's become a fortress again it really has and well, City losing makes it equally sweet doesn't it I've just been told Liverpool are losing as well so that's it for this podcast thanks to everyone who bought United We Stand the weather's been atrocious can't pretend otherwise Let's just enjoy the moment, then we'll think about what comes next. Take care. Goodbye.